All right, guys, welcome to a special uh, Tuesday afternoon edition of our The Owners Club Strategy Sessions. Uh, Mike Zakarian and I have been alternating these on our channels. Today, we are simulcasting it on both. Although, Mike, uh, you'll, you'll have to confirm for me right now. Are we successfully streaming on the Team Hold channel too right now? I think we are. We're pulling it up right now. All right. So uh, if you're watching over there, welcome. Uh, we have Justin Herzig from the Owners Club and the Own the Moment joining us today to kind of set the stage here for a big week here with the Owners Club. We, of course, have the live and online finals for week 17 and then also a couple of playoff best ball contests shaping up as well. So, Mike, Justin, how are we doing? Gentlemen. Good to be good to be back. Good to be here. Happy uh happy holidays to everyone. And you know what? Happy holidays to me because no Thursday night game this week. So there's no need to blast off in the marketplace Friday morning. It is a uh well, we got a little calm before the storm, I think we can consider it, because then uh no Saturday games, no Thursday games. We're just going into Sunday and it is finals week. I know what the owners we are pumped. Um just kind of been watching people, you know, accumulate their finals, their main event, their online entries. We've now got the final participant who will be joining us down in Miami. It is, uh, it's going to be a heck of a weekend. That's right. So yeah, we uh, there's lots to cover uh, today, and then a little later in the show, about 1:30, we're hopefully going to have uh, one of the TOC live finalists, Andy Reid off a of buy, is going to swing by, talk to us about uh, you know how he has approached the contest this year, what he's thinking heading into Week 17. Um, I mean, one just interesting dynamic I feel like for this week, even for the online finals, um, there are people with nine, ten, you know, multiple entries into this, it's going to be really interesting to see how people kind of, you know, approach this because we've all for the whole season only having to build three lineups. So Justin, what, what kind of stuff are you anticipating kind of in the market here? People either beefing up, doubling up on things. You think people are going to spread their chips all over the roulette wheel? How do you think people play this? Yeah. I mean, I think what's been most interesting is kind of the defensive aspect of people like kind of planning ahead. Um, because throughout the regular season, like you don't really care that much about defenses. It's mostly fairly random. Like people have been accumulating like the different stacks and stuff. Cause you want to really make sure you have that as your core part of the team. But like that defense is so huge for this week when you maybe for the most of the year, you're like, okay, I've got this good defense. As long as they're not playing like a top three, five offense, I'm just going to put them in. But like, this is so matchup based. And uh, like, obviously that new England got so hot the second half of the season. And now they've got the huge game against Jacksonville. Like that's going to be a very, like that's been a hot commodity in the, uh, in the market. But also, as you guys know, from a DFS standpoint, defense is probably the way to like most differentiate yourself. And because people are all going to be playing their best cards, you know, that like those high value defenses are going to be like, you know, played a bunch. Can you get a little contrarian and find the right matchup? Because since there's so much variance in the defensive position, that might be a great way to really differentiate yourself. Yeah, I like that call a lot. If we know that there's that everyone's, you know, circulating around two or three different defenses, and that's like the easiest way to just make one little tweak, especially with the variance on in that position. I love that. I love that idea of, of that thinking, especially because there's there are other, I mean, I know the Patriots have the Jaguars, but there are other good matchups that could that could get there easily. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. And uh, I did uh, uh, my typical first look at kind of the slate and the DFS salaries yesterday. And so I was running through things. And first of all, I know all of us here, Justin, you especially too, have uh, 
you know, I have a fondness for some of these matchups because I had circled these matchups back in <laughs> July when we were drafting best ball teams, Indianapolis or uh, Dallas versus the Cardinals chief versus the Bengals. So to finally have these here and, you know, looking at this slate, it's an awesome slate. Um, we have chief Bengals, 49 point over under Cowboys, Cardinals, 49 and a half Rams, Ravens, 47. And then going back to kind of the defensive point, we have four big favorites that are 13 plus point favorites. So we have bills, mm -hmm. 14 and a half Patriots, 15 point faves, bucks, 13 point faves, 49ers, 15 point faves. So plenty of defensive options, plenty of running back options, plenty of stack shootout options. I mean, this is about as juicy as you can get for a final. And I mean, I think the last couple weeks have been so interesting as well, where I mean, like, obviously, it's unfortunate with going on with COVID and everything. But for this year, I think more than ever, like the strong fit of going with the team based positions rather than the individuals, I think has been a bit of a kind of a relief for a lot of people. And I think going into this week, like, you know, some of those matchups that we really love get a little more confidence in that like hey i'm not going to lose that player to covid and really that matchup just disappears like that kansas city cincinnati mm -hmm. you mentioned best ball like we've had that circled from the beginning i've still got one team that's like full-on stack that cincinnati kansas city i still 100 percent don't know who's playing the game i think travis kelsey's going to be back um but like it's just helpful to know and like even the running back position what ceh is not going to play so you've got the daryl williams aspect like maybe that'd be a contrarian play obviously like it's a little more challenging but like i think that's been a relief and something we've been very happy to see. Uh, you know, just I think the community has been happy to kind of just know yeah. that, like, okay, I'm not going to get completely screwed with these COVID situations. Yes, it can be impactful, but yeah, this week 17 calendar, this schedule is fun. Yeah, I think uh, like universally, everybody's been super hyped about that. And I think at the beginning of the year, it was like, oh, you lose someone to a knee injury or something like that. But to see how it's played out the last couple of weeks with all the COVID tests, like, you know, Kansas City specifically, right? I mean, that trying to like peg that down before this week's game was impossible, but knowing that you can just capture the entire offense or the entire wide receiver core, whatever, no matter who's out there feels nice. Cause you know, Pring Pringle, you got Pringle season, you know, <laughs> Tampa, Tampa too. I mean, yeah. Tampa as well, like Chris Godwin, Mike Evans, neither played last week, but Antonio Brown had 15 targets and now you'll right. have Antonio. Mike Evans might come back. I'm not hundred percent sure. Maybe Brashad Perryman. We love him. No, I mean, like it, it, it's just, uh, I think it's a nice plus. And I mean, when everything is coming down to this final week for the 16 contestants in the online and, and the live finals, the hundreds of entries that are going to be, I think we're probably, I didn't count this, but I'm, I'm curious. And maybe I can do this while we're multitasking, but like how many entries I think we're about, but I think we were looking at around like maybe 3000 entries wow. uh, for the online and side hustle. Uh, wow. so don't quote me on that, but those were some early projections. And it, judging by the chat, it seems like half of those are coming from DJ local and Lou. So, yeah, try 19. Well done. Uh, yeah. yeah, and so Lou here asking a question that I think a lot of people are going to be wrestling uh, with this week. Lou says, I have 12 teams in the side hustle, six in the main event. Would you guys build your main event teams first? And so just to kind of set the stage, Justin, I don't, I know we have a $100,000 main event prize pool for online finals and a $50,000 side hustle prize pool. Do we know the exact payout structures for, for these contests yet? We did release them. Um, so okay. the, the, I'm pretty sure they're in the discord. I think we did it a couple weeks ago. Um, and you know, a sharp thing that I saw some community members were talking about is the main event is two and a half X the normal weekly basis. Cause it was 40 K for up to kind of, um, you know, up to a hundred. Now the side hustle 
is normally 10K and it's up to 50K. So that's 5X. So like there is some argument that like this side hustle is actually more valuable from a you know per percentage basis. Um, but what I would say, my answer for Lou there is the same thing we've learned throughout this season is the serial numbers are so important for the side hustle. And I don't think, I think we've only seen like one or two ties up top for the main event with regards to serial numbers. So I think that's where I would kind of not just say, okay, I'm building my main event, but because the side hustle is a ton of money up there as well, um, focus on those serials where you actually have a chance, then I'd maybe go build that main event um, and see where you can get some kind of correlation aspects. That's how I've been thinking about it too. And, you know, anytime you look at the top of the side hustle standings, obviously from week 16, it was all various combos with Dallas and Cincinnati. And right. there's just so many duplications. So like Justin said, if you don't have good serials, I mean, you're, I, I want to, I'm going to be putting all my best stuff in the main event. And then I'll be going more hodgepodgey in the side hustle because one it, hodgepodge is a good way to not be duplicated right. and try to get those random things. When you just toss in the direct stacks, you're often going to be duplicated. Whereas you toss a stack into the main event, you're going to have really unique combos with running back tight end and defense. Yeah. I, and I, I like using the side hustle to get weird too, for that reason, right? Because it's going to be just dealing with dupes. I think like that's, that's the one way to do it. And I saw, I, th I think it was DJ local put, put some info in the chat about that. I, you know, joked about the Thursday game, like not having a Thursday or Saturday game, but it is pretty fun that we don't have any information beforehand that we're not messing around with the marketplace or like uh, this running back put up 32 points. Do we think someone's going to get higher than that? Like, I love that we're not dealing with that this week and we can kind of just everybody's starting from scratch. Yeah. yeah I think the thing that I'm going to wrestle with, I think I have nine uh, main event entries this week is if I want to, you know, I've been using uh, projections a lot to kind of just help me build my teams wondering, am I going to want to try to build, you know, nine balanced teams, or am I going to try to build what I would consider three to four super teams and then some real kind of, you know, galaxy brain dart throw teams. And that's, that's what I'm going to be wrestling with here. Yeah, I purposefully only got five uh, main entries, just so I didn't have to, like, get too weird, you know? Like, I just did get my best five out there. Um, yeah, I, I know I'm going to end up galaxy braining. I'm going to create a few lineups that are, like, will look will make sense, and then I'm going to be like, ah, oh, too many people are doing that. We need to get the Saints quarterback in there. I'm yeah, sure I remember, right. like, a few weeks ago, Mike, like, you were all about that Baltimore stack. I remember when you guys were making oh. a team on stream, but this was, like, when Lamar was actually healthy. Yeah. And then like Lamar goes down and a lot of people are like, can't play Mark Andrews anymore. And then like now Mark Andrews are coming off two of the biggest weeks of his career. How Mark you Andrews, about that? Yeah. yeah. Mark Andrews has proven that Lamar Jackson has been holding them back. <laughs> since, <laughs> since Lamar has been gone down, he's the, he's the best tight end in the history of football. Uh, I've, I've been still throwing him in the uh, Island of uh, Misfit Cards tournament, but I have not been using him in the main event. Just because I usually try to correlate a little bit, and I'm like, I don't know if I want to throw Josh Johnson into my main event, but hey, I don't. They keep getting there. Yeah. Tyler Huntley had the what top scoring QB week, or at least yeah. I know in like DFS. I'm not sure on TOC. I think it was close, but maybe it was close. Yeah. It was the yeah, first yeah. the first week I decided not to run that out in the main event. They both went nuts. It was it was great. I blame you. Yeah, that's it was tough. great. <laughs> um. Let's talk a little bit about the playoff contest and then we'll circle back and get a little bit more in the weeds on week 17 strategy when Andy Reid off a bye 
joins us here. But Justin, we kind of have now two different things going on for the playoffs. We have the playoff party contest with a 100K prize pool. I can pull this up here. This was kind of the flagship playoff contest you guys announced. Uh, and then you also announced this other uh, playoff best ball contest with uh, new packs and a, a really cool concept as far as, you know, minting an NFT with a lineup from your pack and then having those on the marketplace. So maybe uh, set the stage for us here and for people who might be confused, kind of the setup on these two different playoff contests. Yeah, I'm, I'm so pumped for both of these and oh, you know how much I love best ball. So we'll get that in, in a minute. But for the playoff party, this is really a celebration of that first year, everything that's gone on with the owners club and all the great community members. And so this was just us saying, hey, those cards that you already own, the cards that are in the marketplace, the cards you've been playing with, those are the cards you're going to use for this playoff party. And so as you see, it is 11 cards, the deeper roster. We've got, hey, you already accumulated all those cards for your online entries. Now let's take them to use and use them in the playoffs. So with those 11 cards, two at each position and one flex, and that's where kind of a lot of the strategy aspect starts coming in. Doesn't make sense to stack two teams and go random with the third. Um, doesn't make sense to kind of find some differentiation with maybe a one-off position like a defense tight end. A lot of strategy aspects that I think are going to be some fun discussion points. But overall, I mean, 100K just thrown back for this kind of playoff party. And I think what we like here is, hey, you set your lineup at the beginning of the, at the, beginning of the playoffs. Once that first game locked, set it, forget it, watch it, enjoy it. And uh, so I think that's going to make it pretty fun. I'll yeah. pause there. Any thoughts there? And then we'll jump into the play, the best ball one. I love this. This is, I, I was so excited at, with this announcement. This is like my favorite type of fantasy tournament. I know we've done similar stuff like with FFPC. Pete and I have talked about that before. And like this structure of just, you're basically trying to figure out how you think the playoffs are going to go and then build your lineups accordingly. And I love that. I love like there's fun ways to get different every year um, with this, with this style of tournament. And to then like throw us a bone too for everyone that's been, participating in TOC throughout the entire year, like calling it a, a playoff party, a nice little celebration of everything. I, this is awesome. So we're, I know we're really excited about it. Yeah. And the thing for me that is uh, already going to be the thing that kind of puts my brain in a pretzel for thinking through this is, you know, my, my initial thought right away was, you know, stacking and having a full team set for a couple of these teams and trying to basically nail the playoff matchup and having 10, but then you run into issues with teams like new England and it's like kid new England's wide receiver crew actually even keep up from a ceiling, you know, Bengals performance in, in round one, you know, like yeah. they could go off for 50 and new England all the way through the playoffs could like barely approach that with their wide receivers. So that is that kind of idea of macro correlation versus trying to get, as many points in your lineup as possible, I think is going to make it very fun strategically. Yeah, or think about the Packers and think about the Titans, both teams yeah. that can make it to the Super Bowl. Packers aren't going to likely play that first week, so that already hurts them a little, but neither of them have tight ends. Like, they don't use their tight ends at all. So you could go with, like, game stacks with one or two of those teams and then just pick one random Kansas City tight end because – you would expect Kelsey to score more points than basically either of their non-tight ends in just one game even. So that's where like, I don't think like the full game stacks work unless like, you know, each position on that team really has a chance of thriving. And I think the tight end is probably the one where that's most like, yeah, if you choose all chiefs makes sense. If you choose all bucks, like even there, you could see Gronk doing it obviously. But if you choose a team that doesn't have that strong tight end, even the Bills, I'm a little iffy on. Like Dawson yeah. Knox, like, yeah, he gets those long touchdowns, but 
he's still averaging like three to four targets a game. Like it's still kind of risky. Um, so that's where, yeah, the strategy aspect is fun. Yeah. And we were even, we were talking about Buffalo a little bit offline about doing like a full team stack of them. And you, you mentioned the tight end, but even the running back, like how, how often is the bills running back going to get there? And I mean, he looked, uh, like used Singletary like way more against the Patriots this past week, but I mean, how many times have they been like sub five points on the, on the, on the week? So yeah, there's going to be a lot of, a lot of fun tweaks to it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the bills are interesting and it, you kind of run into it a little bit. Like you were saying, you're trying to get those puzzle pieces to fit together with the matchup. So like for a week 17, for instance, if you're rolling out a KC QB tight end stack with Cincinnati wide receiver, you're playing to the strengths of those teams and those puzzle pieces fit together really nicely. So that's going to be the key is can you figure out, plot out your playoff scenarios and then plot up those puzzle pieces so they fit snugly around those guys who can give you access to a ceiling. And I do think tight end um, and running back are, are very tricky for that because there's so few teams that have been accessing a monster ceiling there. Yeah. And I think once we get the actual playoff picture, like the bracket out, that's where that, you know, that the PC yeah. strategy that we talk about where it really is mapping out, like I'm expecting this team to beat this team. So I'm going to completely fade this. And this is where, as you said, be, like those puzzle pieces can start fitting together. Um, it's going to be really fun. Like, I think right now, like I would be, I, I right now I'd be planning and buying the cards, thinking about yeah. which cards I want for my larger population. And then the week when we know actually what that bracket looks like is when I'm putting my teams together. Well, and that's the other wrinkle compared to some other fantasy tournaments, right? Where uh, everyone usually has access to the same place. And here that might not be the case, right? Not everyone has a full KC stack. So there's just there's just so many different variables to it. Yeah. Uh, and now, Justin, why don't you uh, set the stage for the other contest you guys are running? I thought this was a, a super cool idea. Uh, let the people know what's going on with that. Yeah, so the second one I think is awesome. It is best ball style, and you guys know how much I love my best ball, and uh, we wanted to find a way to kind of make it with NFTs. And so what it is is we do it with packs. And so you start off, you buy a pack of these basically representing 20 NFTs, um, and so each of the 20 is going to be similar to the cards that we've had throughout the season. It'll have the team, it'll have the position, and it'll only be playoff teams. From there, you're going to take 12 cards, and build one new NFT where actually you mint a new NFT based off the 12 that you choose. And that becomes your playoff, like your NFT that can then be used for your free entry in the contest. And uh, from there, you've got the 12 on there and we use best ball style. It's just taking your top um, QB running back, wide receiver, tight end defense. And I believe we are doing a flex as well. Um, and so that's it throughout the playoffs each week, take the highest and I think the cool aspect is because this is an NFT, you own that NFT. You can also go and sell that NFT on the marketplace. So you can do it before the playoffs start. You can do it after maybe you go with a heavy Cincinnati and Tampa build and you, grew, you picked a pack that has great combo of those players. You went heavy. They both had blowouts and they destroyed their opponents week one. And you want to say, hey, I want to go get a return 5x, 10x, whatever it is. You can put that in the marketplace. You can start searching for value and stuff, and you can do that all the way up until I think the Super Bowl starts. Are there going to be jokers in those packs? Um, I believe we said no jokers. No jokers. Okay. And, gotcha. and for the playoff party contest, you can have one joker max per lineup, but uh, none for the best ball. 
Gotcha. And I heard someone say, I thought this was an interesting concept of, you know, if you're going to rip uh, multiple packs, waiting until you have all your packs ripped to then assemble it, because then you can kind of balance your portfolio a little bit and, and think through some of those stacks as opposed to kind of building them as you go. Yeah, obviously that was DJ Local coming up with a sharp, sharp perspective there from one of our <laughs> previous shows. But uh, no, I, li I like that idea. And I think as well, there's a little uh, risk reward of I can buy my packs early on. And then thankfully, like you don't have to really worry too much about the injury stuff like you do with players. So like what you have on Wednesday is probably not that much different than Saturday. Actually, the playoffs start Saturday. So I think like Friday. Um, and, and like, so maybe there's a little waiting, but like, once you lock that in, like it's locked in that mint, that NFT is minted. So there is probably some benefits, as you say, waiting maybe until like that Friday, but also as soon as you mint it, that's when you can then go in the secondary marketplace. And there will be people that are kind of just hunting that secondary marketplace, looking to see like, Oh, I love that team. Maybe this guy doesn't. So maybe I can snag that. Uh, and just seeing that process as it plays out should be really fun. I love that. So you guys are going to have a tight turnaround for that, right? Waiting for the playoff bracket to release and then getting all of these packs ready right after that. Yeah, we're going like right now we're doing all the prep and everything and making the NFTs and all of that. And then we'll probably do that final like Sunday, Monday, the final. OK, well, now we know these are the teams that were on the bubble and they're in. Ideal is Monday. We'll do our internal testing and then uh, do a release on either Monday night or most likely Tuesday. But what we're going to do is leading up to that is we're going to have various promotions with regards to, okay, you can do some pre-signups. You can pre-order them. Nice. We're doing a referral system that we're going to launch pretty soon as well. Um, really, the goal of this is, and so 100% of the kind of proceeds from the NFT sales will go to either the prizes, the promotion prizes or giveaways or promotion back to the community. We're starting off with 50K guaranteed as just like a, hey, throwing at least this much out and then a hundred percent are going to either go back to the community through the giveaways through the free cards through the prize money so this That's is awesome. not a money maker at all for us this is a kind of more of a proof of concept a test to see like hey can we bring in more people to the owners club community through like this referral and uh hey maybe if it works out well we might have a little more uh best ball in the summer it's going to be fascinating seeing like heading into the Super Bowl to see the marketplace because you're going to have a true kind of like excellent liquidity if you want to hedge off of your thing and then see how much risk someone else is willing to take on at the shot at first. I think that's going to be so fun. Well, Pete, I was going to ask you, is there any scenario where you actually sell? <laughs> I mean, I'm so, I'm so bad with the, like the hedging and stuff yeah. like that. I had the underdog, uh, boost them, the, you know, the Josh Allen one. And I was, uh, I had four or five heading into the last one with Noah Fant under and Willis was like, Oh, you should hedge that sub on I was like, I, no, I'm just clackety clack or all the dice. So yeah, I, I want to be the champ, uh, yeah. more than I even probably want, uh, to realize my, my EV. So <laughs> I'm clackety clacking. Yeah, that's, that's exactly how I feel. Yeah, he's going to be buying in the secondary marketplace, paying a little, <laughs> paying a little extra equity to get that win equity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pay, paying more than first place just so you can have the belt. <laughs> yeah, what, what, what do we anticipate? So, if uh, the the first place prize roughly to be, I know we won't know for certain until all the sales. Yeah, I mean, we'll, we'll see. Uh, so I would say what the side hustle online final is fifty k as well. Um, yeah, so I'd say like that's a decent model we're always prioritizing going with a flatter payout because um, that's what, from what we've heard from the community, they enjoy more rather than that kind of just get lucky top heavy. 
And so what? Like even the playoff party, we're paying out top 500. And uh, so if we have, I think I was estimating, I haven't done the numbers, but I was estimating there were going to be like between like 2,700 and 3,000 people who qualify for those finals. Then maybe 80% actually submit full entries. So like we're looking at at least 20% or so just getting a min cash. And considering a lot of people have a bunch of the online finals, there's a lot of min caches there at least. And then yeah. on the play on the best ball style, I think same thing. Our goal is get as many people to cash, have fun, especially if this is a um, way to bring new people into the community, then we want their first experience to really be like that. Hey, you know, I would get, I, I want a couple, I put some in, I have some fun. Um, oh, and I completely forgot to mention this part, but the burning aspect. Mm. Um, oh yeah. So for everyone's kind of first, you know, playoff pack, um, best ball pack, what we're doing is you burn one card and you get a playoff pack. And so this is a max for one per person. But the goal is that, hey, this is a way for us to kind of test the burning aspect, a way to, for people to understand what this burning is, how it works, give an idea of what could be used in the future um, and get people their first kind of experience with these playoff best ball packs. And kind of, it, again, the goal is just make this as fun as possible and just bring more people in and experience what we've been doing with the owners club because uh, we're not waiting until football season next year before the next product release. There's going to be some more fun stuff uh, coming up soon. That's awesome. Sorry, I was just going to say, is are these um, playoff best ball uh, like packs and the the teams you mint? Is that going to all live under the exact same place that all of your other cards exist on the TOC website? Or is this going to be like a separate interface and stuff? For the most part, it'll connect together. Like from a tech aspect, like we've got to build out some new contracts and stuff because the blockchain aspects. Uh, but from a UI, um, uh, from what I believe, like it should all coexist. Okay. What were you going to say, Mike? Oh, I totally forgot. Oh, totally <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, Sean asking about a link. I, I have a link to the TOC site in the show description. Uh, is there a link up yet for this playoff best ball pack contest specifically? Not yet. We'll probably release at the end of the day. I'm always like, Hey, join the discord. That's where the information is the best way to come out as well. You know, if you sign up on the site, we'll get your email and we've got the weekly newsletters that we put out more information. Uh, but for right now, I would say the discord in the discord in the announcements channel is the most information, the most up-to-date information for the best ball packs. And I believe we'll have uh, maybe Wednesday, maybe Wednesday, Thursday, some each week, we're going to release a bit more information about how it works, more information in the contest, the pro the payout, the prize pool, the referral system, the burning, all that. Just didn't want to overload people all at once. Sean's comment actually reminded me of what I was going to say. So I I'm excited to see how many new new users come in for this best ball. Because I know, like, as we've been doing the show and in our Discord, um, because we've had so many people in our Discord who's participating in TOC and then been having a great time, there's been a lot of interest from people like, oh, I missed it. I can't wait to get in next year. So I'm curious to see like how many people jump in here, how many new users you get with this uh, best ball. Yeah, because we are fully cognizant of like it was a owner's club in year one was a difficult product to join in late in the season. Mm -hmm. Just full frank, I mean, be frank, like a lot of the utility was lost in those early games. Yes, these cards are going to have some value long term. But like at the end of the day, you still were losing utility and you weren't I mean, people couldn't get packs. You had to go to the secondary marketplace, etc. We didn't really focus on new user um, growth in that kind of during the season because we want to make sure we just built the great, the best possible product for the current community, knowing that there's time in the future. This yeah. is, as you said, that first entry where anybody who joins now has the exact same chance, the same uh, opportunity 
as someone who's been in from the beginning for these playoff basketball. And uh, yeah, would love to see how this works this year. And then, as I said, like um, just setting us up for next year with the summer. Yeah. Yep. And uh, I'm sure Mike and I will dive in uh, next week and uh, the following week talking more uh, playoff strategy for both the playoff party and the uh, the pack contest. But we do have week 17 on hand. We have the live finals and we have our very special guest fresh off of changing a tire in the field. <laughs> in parts unknown. It is Andy Reed off of by welcome to the show, man. Thanks for having me guys. Unbelievable. I was took my kid to the park and I was going to have plenty of time to be back here. And then all of a sudden side of the road highway in the rain, oh. but, but here, here I am. So yeah, thanks for having me. Happy to, to be on to chat about uh, what's going to be a wild time in Miami, even though I think only 15 other people care about this part of the stream, but, but uh, <laughs> to be on nonetheless. No, yeah, no, I know, no. You, I know you've got a lot of online final entries as well, so they'll they'll definitely want some of your wisdom. But yeah. I'm going to drop off, and I'm going to drop off and let you guys chat some playoff. But Andy Reid can't wait to wait to uh, meet you in Miami next week. Uh, Pete, I know we're going to see you down there as well. Uh, Zakarian, if that wedding doesn't work, no, maybe we'll get a last minute. We'll figure yeah, it out. Yeah, I'll so, give you a call. <laughs> enjoy, gentlemen. All right, uh, see you, Justin. You Thank you. Looking forward to it. See you, Justin. Yeah. So. Uh, First of all, do you want us to just call you Andy Reid off a bye? Is that is that what we should stick with? Andy's fine. Andy's fine. Even though that's, that's not my name, but Andy's fine. <laughs> yeah. Don't don't dox me, bro. Don't dox yeah, me. Yeah. No. No. I don't. I don't, I don't care. It's, it's so. Tell people um, uh, when did you qualify uh, for the live final? What what was the team? I assume you remember it fondly. Yeah. Yeah. So I got super lucky week one. I mean, when if you recall back to week one, if you guys were in it to start everything, it was uh, things were like. The, the scoring was really wonky. I had no idea. It was like Tuesday or Wednesday. I had no idea if I was even going to win or not because um, I think myself and uh, two Nashti were were within a tenth of a point of each other. It was wow. really, really close. So, um, yeah, got ended up getting really lucky. There were some some late stack corrections that didn't end up um, didn't end up being uh, too painful. So, got got lucky there. And I haven't haven't been even close to as lucky since I've been, I've been struggling to get even, even more live final en- or uh, online final entries. I'm only up to like, I think seven or eight, uh, despite trying my best, but, uh, um, it's, it, it was, uh, it was pretty, pretty crazy. Cause I, in, in terms of like, uh, opening packs and, and getting started and stuff, it was, um, <laughs> it was, I, I opened up, <laughs> there's two Nash there for you um but he's going to be down there too so i'm glad he was able to to to, to win one too so, so two Nash came in second by point one and then one yeah one all, all, i mean he's in the top 10 i mean I'm, I'm waiting to see his bills i know he's going to play his bills wide receivers and uh he's going to bring those those ready to play uh this wow. weekend but, um yeah, so to start, it was uh, I opened. I just I got one pack. I'm like, okay, I'll get one pack. See what this thing's all about. Pretty cool. I, I didn't really get a great pack. I, I got the uh, the Browns running backs, um, which was obviously awesome. But the but the rest of the pack was sort of stinky. And then I'm like, okay, let's let, let's keep going with this thing. See what we can get. And then I bought another pack, and then five singles. And I like I struck gold. Like I got a, <laughs> a running back Joker. I think I got two Kelseys. I got a KC wide receiver. I got a Buffalo wide receiver. Um, I, I, it was ridiculous. And then I go to the Discord and I see everybody just completely up in arms about buying 30, 40 packs and getting just dog shit the entire the time. Jets. How did I get so lucky with this? So, um, so I ended up getting really lucky there. And uh, 
I traded my Bills wide receiver uh, for for Kyler Murray week one, um, and I combined that with uh, with the Dallas wide receivers that were there on that they played on Thursday night that first week, um, and uh, I think I had the Browns running backs, and I played Kelsey and uh, the, the Rams defense, which I don't think they put any put up anything crazy. I, I didn't have a big number. I think my number was like mid 150s or something like that which for week one learning all this stuff and not really knowing what to expect i i was uh obviously really excited for the results so yeah yeah so what uh now that you have another what 15 weeks under your belt uh uh i've just been been going crazy this entire time i wish i went last week so i wouldn't have all this pressure but but (laughs) yeah yeah sorry to interrupt you go ahead oh no no i was just gonna say are there kind of things that you've learned, even if you haven't been able to uh, summit the mountain again, are, are there kind of things that have crystallized for you from a strategic standpoint? Yeah, this is going to be, I mean, we haven't done anything like the live final yet. So it's going to be weird in a few different ways. So I, I'm, I'm expecting, I'm expecting a lower number to bring this thing home for a few different reasons. You've got, it's basically like a bye week where you've got four teams that were um, not able to use because we're not using the Sunday night game. We're not using the Monday night game. So we're missing out on on Brown's running backs and we're missing out on the Packers stack. So a couple of, of, of decent cards that we're not able to play, which I mean, uh, I'm not sure. I, I'd probably use the Brown running backs. But I, I, anyways, um, I, I think that might bring the score down just a smidge. And then you've also got um, you've got no Thursday night game. So nothing or no Thursday or Saturday night game. So nothing really giving you the opportunity to lock anything in. And I think the biggest thing is, I mean, you just have 16 entries, right? Uh, 16, one entry per person. So I think that 16 entry piece of it is, it's, I don't think it's going to require a giant number to take this thing down. So well, I mean, and that's, now I wanted to ask too, like, do you think, uh, like how much do you think this is going to affect your strategy in the sense that you aren't like, I have to make sure I'm not, not that you're not duped, but like, you're not getting as weird as you might need to, to come in first out of 2000 when you're just trying to beat like 16 people who you can see. Yeah, exactly. You don't need to get too obscure with your, with your stack or anything. I don't expect, I mean, you, you might see a bangle stack in there just cause that number's pretty high with the chiefs, but, um, I, I don't really trust the Bengals. They they beat the Ravens a month or so ago, and then they lost to the Jets the week afterwards. So, yeah. and they're playing a tougher Kansas City team. So I don't really I don't really trust the Bengals with that high number. But um, but you know you nailed it. It's I think you're going to see a lot of chalk. A lot, a lot of people. You're just going to try to look for those big implied numbers. I think the Bills have a big implied number at like 29 or 30. Mm-hmm. Um, and you get Bills and Bucks all at big numbers, and then. Uh, um, so I, like I said, I think people are going to, they're going to play the hits. They're going to play what's, I think you're going to see a lot of Kelsey's, a lot of Mark Andrews. If anybody plays anything outside of a Kelsey or an Andrews, I'd be surprised. Um, but I mean, uh, who the heck knows, but yeah. you know, like I said, I don't think anybody's trying to, trying to hit that 160, 170 number. I think people will be yeah. happy hitting that 110, 120, maybe 130 number. I, uh, I uploaded kind of the projections right before the show just to get a really early look. And this is this is my guess on chalk for for week 17. So either a Buffalo or Dallas stack, um, Buffalo QB wide receiver, Dallas QB, Dallas wide receiver, Indianapolis running back, Tampa Bay tight end, and either Tampa Bay defense or New England defense. Tampa tight end. Um, yeah, I guess that's, that's interesting. I mean, we'll, we'll see how Kelsey's health is. But yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, and the other thing you have is I 
with if Lance starts over Garoppolo, which looks to be the case, Garoppolo's very doubtful at mm-hmm. this point with this thumb thing. I think that really puts kind of Kittle's projection in in more shaky territory than what it otherwise would be with Jimmy. Wow. So that that will that will be interesting. Um, running back is is kind of gross. I mean, we have these four teams with the monster uh, favorites uh, spreads. You have the Bills, the Patriots, the Bucks, the 49ers. No one likes using Bills running backs, but Patriots, Bucks, 49ers. Um, I do think those are, are kind of your interesting running backs. Yeah. yeah the, uh, sorry. Go, go ahead, Mike. No, the, the Patriots run back is one that, that I'm, I'm just curious because I feel like that's not one people like to press to click. Like, I feel like that doesn't get used quite a bit. Um, but I wonder if the matchup plus coming off three touchdowns and 100 plus yards or whatever it is, if that's fresh in everyone's mind and they go back to it. But yeah, I feel like that one doesn't get clicked quite a bit unless it's a Thursday night game and they've already produced. So, how are you? Uh... I, I assume, uh, do you have any early thoughts on, on what you want to roll out? Obviously, you can't uh, tip your hand, but do you think you're yeah. going to kind of play it a little conservative, get get Galaxy Brain? He built this lineup week two. He's been, he's been sitting <laughs> yeah, on this for 14 weeks. It's funny because when I started looking at it, uh, I saw that I didn't need any Packers or need any Browns. So I was in I was in the buy-sell trade, basically getting rid of them like an idiot. I, I'm not realizing how much I need them throughout the rest of the year, but, um, but getting rid of them, like, I don't need them for the live final at all. But, uh, but uh, I, I, I'm sure I got some sort of value for them for, or whatever, but I'm going to try not, like I said, I don't think I'm going to go galaxy brain too much. I think, like I said, I don't think this is going to take a huge number. I don't think I'm not worried about dupes. I'm uh, I think I'm just going to, like I said, play, play what got, play, play what got me there. Um but I'm, I'm between a few cards. I mean, you, you've got your your big your big uh, your big cards with like I mean, you got your Brady's and your your Allens and your I'm nervous about. I know that that Cardinals number is pretty big. Um, I'm just nervous that they don't really have a whole lot to play for. I don't really see them going too crazy. Um, I don't think that I don't think they have the the tiebreaker with the Rams to be able to win the division and get a home game. But um, yeah, I, I don't really see. Uh, see a whole lot of deviation in, in quarterback from those top, I don't know, call it four or five or so. Um, with running backs, I mean, you, you nailed it. I mean, it's going to be hard to not play uh, uh, um, Jonathan Taylor against the, against the Raiders. So yeah, it's, it's going to be, it'll, it'll be, it'll be interesting to see. I hope we do something, some sort of fun uh, lineup reveal at, at the actual uh, event. I, I, think, I think that'd be pretty cool. Um, but yeah, we'll see. I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. I, I feel like uh, I should know this information, but maybe it's because I haven't sniffed the top ten. Uh, <laughs> is there what? What's the payout situation for for this line? Yeah, it's, I don't recall. I know they posted it somewhere. I'm not sure if it was in like the the live final specific channel, or whatever whatever the case was. But um, and don't quote me specifically, but I think the I think first gets ten thousand. I think it goes down to seven seventy five hundred, then then six five four, and I think like. 12 to 16 get a thousand um cool. so that's the that's the the floor right now which is pretty awesome so, yeah it's not bad yeah no not, <laughs> not, not bad at all and the guys are have been incredible in terms of accommodating and making sure everything's good to go so it's i mean i'm i'm off work for the rest of the week so i'm just like i'm in miami right now i'm just getting ready to <laughs> i'm not actually in miami mentally, mentally. in miami uh, just ready to ready to get this thing rolling i'm really excited 
Yeah. Awesome. Are you, uh, ha- ha- throughout the year, what have you been kind of accumulating and beefing up your war chest in the marketplace? Or have you kind of just been mixing and matching uh, with what you got? Yeah, I've been sort of uh, sort of switching strategies on and off because the TFC guys keep changing the rules on us. They, they keep adding value to cards that I don't expect to have value. <laughs> like a lot of these, uh, the seven, $8 cards that you end up being able to burn to, to have value next year. So I, mm-hmm. I started off like, okay, I made it to the live final. What a, let's start to, let's have a mass sell and actually take some, take some more profit from this. But then I'm like, okay, well, I actually have some more that I could make out of this. So then I kept going and going and going. And then, and I think now I'm up to like 60, 60 cards or so. Um, so it's, uh, uh, I mean, I, I have a lot of the, of what you'd expect, the, the, the ones you want from Kansas city where I, where I don't have a whole lot. I don't have any, uh, I don't have any bills. I don't have any Rams. Um, but I've got, I've got the bucks. I've got the, got the chiefs. I've got, um, uh, the Cardinals. Uh, I, uh, part of me wants to play to play Kyler Murray just because he's the guy that won it for me week one, just as yeah. an homage to to him. But uh, it's uh, I, I'm struggling with that right now. That's that's one I've been uh, been tinkering on a bit. Have you? Uh, what has been your strategy as far as do you like doing stacks? Will you like to do you know a bring back? Like if you were entertaining a Dallas stack, would you consider yeah. you know Arizona running back? How, how what's kind of your style for lineup building? Uh, yeah, I usually stack. Even though my, my winning lineup week one wasn't a stack, I think they I think it went like three or four weeks before a winning lineup had a stack in it or something. Initially, I think since then you've seen more and more stacks. But um, yeah, for whatever reason, it, it didn't wasn't the uh, the winning piece uh, week one. But I, I think usually I'm going. I mean, I was trying to stack in some regard with when you with your your big tight end cards like Kansas City and Tampa. I'll try to stack those. Um, I, I'll, I'll stack my, I'll use my Cardinal stack as well. Um, and then occasionally if I, if it, if the matchups make sense, I'll, I'll go running back defense too. Um, it, it really depends. I'll look at, I'll look at implied totals. Like, I mean, I think this week we've got the lowest implied totals of the Jags by decent. I think they're the lowest by like two points, I think. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but it's, I think that, I think the Patriots will probably be a pretty, pretty, common play i think you guys mentioned earlier that's that's going to be a little bit uh that's going to be duped pretty uh pretty significantly I, so I, I gotta see what the floor is on this patriots defense right now because i gotta try to recoup some of uh <laughs> that week that they played that thursday night and put up like 35 points or whatever it was uh, oh yeah yeah, your your boy might have spent at the top a few times. <laughs> so floor is uh is fifty three bucks. Uh, the most expensive defenses right now. When I pulled it earlier, Kansas City fifty seven, New England fifty three, Tampa Bay fifty three. Probably some playoff pumps. Yeah. In, in those numbers there, I'd expect. Yeah. And Kansas um, City's defense has been playing uh pretty well last couple months. So. Yeah, and I think that's actually you know uh really interesting for you know how i think this is less um you know relevant for you know your live final because it's just 16 teams but in the bigger one um you know thinking about what the chalk stacks are going to be and how it might fail and how you can benefit so if everyone's rolling out their kc stacks with cincinnati wide receiver like playing kc defense uh, a good amount there to try to leverage hey that game fails not only do those stacks not hit but maybe my Casey running back or my Casey defense hit. So those are the kind of things I'm going to be 
kind of thinking through in a big way. And like another example I was just thinking of would be, all right, New England running back, New England defense are going to get used a lot. Yeah. Well, the tight ends actually project pretty well for New England yeah. as well. And if you got the two tight end, you know, two touchdown, three touchdown tight end game, now all of a sudden those running back and defensive points are maybe cratering and, and you're also capturing that. Yeah, I like that a lot. I like that call a lot. I was even on the Kansas City side. I was thinking about going the other way, which I don't know. Maybe they're going to be popular because they put up over 100 points last week. But doing the Cincinnati stack with the Kansas City running back coming back or something like that. Yeah, I I think um, tight end is is just super tricky this week. Just how we were kind of talking about you know Kittle uncertainty. Kelsey should be back, but I mean we don't know for certain. We also have Andrews has been just destroying with these backup quarterbacks. He hadn't really yeah. reached that ceiling with Lamar yet this year. Yeah, you almost hope Lamar doesn't come back for Andrews owners, right? I know. I know. I mean, I pro I would be rooting for Huntley if I yeah. if I was an Andrews owner. He loves that dude. Who, who does Atlanta have this week? The Bills. Buffalo. The Bills. Yeah. So that's that. When I when I was planning for seventeen, I'm like, man, I love just I love defenses playing against Matt Ryan. He doesn't yeah. he gets sacked forty times a game. So, um, uh, th I think that's that's probably going to be a pretty popular play. And I I don't think I think that that Atlanta implied numbers like I think it's below fifteen. So I, if you if you go that route and and all it takes for a defense is just to get lucky with the with the score, but it's, right. I think you just want to avoid having something that you guys like you mentioned earlier. You don't want it to be um, one that everybody's using, which I don't. I'm not too concerned about it in the in the live final, but uh, maybe something to consider for the the online stuff. Yeah, yeah, I mean the nice thing about I would say both you know Buffalo and Tampa Bay is you just know they're not going to take the feet off the gas. Um, you know, regardless of those game scripts. So, you know, I, those stacks, like if I was in the live final with a, with that, I'm probably yeah. rolling out a Buffalo stack or a Tampa Bay stack, just knowing they're so kind of game script proof. Um, the interesting thing is just for Tampa Bay, like with their wide receivers decimated, you probably are rolling out the stack with Tampa Bay tight end. Cause I don't know if I'd want to trust the wide receivers here. Yeah, what's tough with Tampa is I, I I play them pretty much every week. The last uh, it feels like they've just been spreading it out so much. With if it's not their tight if it's not their tight ends, it's their wide receivers. Or I mean, there these Brady uses everybody. I mean, so I mean, your running backs are scoring, your tight ends are scoring, your wide receivers are scoring. You're not really getting, I'm not really seeing too many of those spike weeks um, within many of those Tampa skill units and. Um, I mean, quarterback is pretty safe, I think, but uh, within those other pieces, they've been. Uh, They've been a little bit, uh, a little bit disappointing, but, but yeah, no. So I mean, when they, who do they have this weekend? Is it the, the Jets, right? Yeah. Uh, so I mean, that's there's gonna be points there. Yeah, I, I think I'm talking myself into this Buffalo stack with the Atlanta tight end. See I mean, that, and that's the interesting thing too, right? Where Buffalo doesn't have to be pushed for that stack to hit, but if Josh Allen, you know, puts up 50 points you're going to need someone on Atlanta scoring uh, to help facilitate that. <laughs> yeah, I think I, and I, I think I trust that position. Oh, I don't trust anybody in Atlanta, but I think if I was going to take a dart throw, it's probably the tight end over the running back. Yeah. They've been using Hayden Hurst more often too, uh, even outside of Pitt. So it's like, it's like Hurst and Pitts are really the red zone. Yeah. Uh, 
right now. So I don't know. I think that's that's well. Uh, Pitts Pitts almost turned into like the PPR guy down uh, well, at yeah. least this past week, and then Hurst got the touchdown, which was not. I mean, for TOC purposes, it's great because you basically got 130 yards and a touchdown. We'll take that every time for a tight end. So do you? Uh, are you going to do any shopping for week 17 or are, is the cards you're rolling out? You already are in possession of those. I think that, hold on, before you answer, before you answer, I think this is a great opportunity to, you know, put yourself out there to the community. Like, Hey, do you want to be a part of history? Do you want to be a part of the first TOC championship of all time? Send me your stuff. <laughs> Send me your jokers. Yeah. yeah. Recently connected to this championship. Yeah. That's, that's, that's funny. Yeah. It's like, I, I think I'm, pretty much where I want to be. Um, and I haven't really gone into it. I'm sure you probably can. I'm just not like super savvy with a lot of this stuff. Like I could probably go in and see where some of the live finalists or where, where some of these other guys are, where, what, what am I going to expect out of them? Wallet um, tracking. There yeah. You yeah, you know, I don't even know how to do that, but I'm sure you, I'm sure you can, but, um, but yeah, I'd be curious to sort of have any sort of insight on, on what to expect and what, what these other folks are going to play. But uh, in terms of me, I think I've pretty much got what I'm going to play. I, I'm still undecided. And you've got so many things going on still with, with COVID happening. I think Wentz now has COVID. So, I mean, yeah. is that gonna, what's that going to do for Taylor? Or does that even matter? But uh, um, so, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll see how things go throughout the week. But I, I, for the most part, I think, I'm, I think I'm pretty much where I need to be. Um, not to circle back way too far, but, uh, do you, do you play DFS? What, what kind of other background do you have with, uh, you know, games and, and contests like this, or is this kind of your first, you know, no, entry yeah. point to all of this? I've been playing DFS, DFS for, I don't know, call it I don't know, five, whenever really became mainstream, been playing it unsuccessfully for a while. I haven't <laughs> really had, had much luck doing that. Um, I haven't been too serious about it. I'd just, I'd throw a, throw a million dollar maker, line up every every week or two whatever nothing too crazy but um but yeah like i said not not a whole lot of success and it really got started with all this uh probably just i mean like a lot of folks with with, with top shot that was my that was my real introduction into um to the broader nft space and, and toc specifically yeah, that was gonna be my next question. If you were, if if it was Top Shot that got you there, or if it was fantasy football, like what kind of got you into the space? So, but I yeah, think yeah, yeah, been playing fantasy for a couple of decades, and I love love like season long fantasy and all that sort of stuff. Um, I, I'm in one of my finals this weekend. I know nobody cares about that, but um, we do, we do, we do, we we, we very much care. Unless you start to get into the details about it, and then we don't. <laughs> then, then we're out. Then we're out. <laughs> That was just a, a, an homage to, to uh, pardon my take, a, a podcast I listened to. Um, but uh, yeah, I'm playing uh, fantasy, like season-long fantasy for, for a really long time. And um, yeah, like I said, got into top shot. I just uh, pretty proud of myself. Just completed the the throwdown season or series two set. Like a couple there you days. go. Pretty pumped the about that. It's funny too. I'm thinking because there's some stories from you know DFS live finals where you know these guys party so hard on you know the Saturday night and then they wake up just hungover trying to build a lineup to win you know a million dollars. At least with TOC, you know you could pretty much build the lineup ahead of time. And even if there yeah. was some crazy bombshell, it's like one little tweak. Like yeah. if there was ever a live final where you can truly cut loose and not worry about it, I do think it's in Miami on Saturday. <laughs> yeah, you're not worried about like value hunting these like 3k yeah. guys with the inactives <laughs> no that, that's a good point it, you really is set it and just enjoy yourself uh 
so, so we'll see. Uh, the guys have some really fun stuff planned for uh, for Saturday and Saturday night, and then um, and then the, the the live final actually is at the, the Miami Heat Arena. So um, really looking oh, wow. forward to to that whole experience. So it should be a great time. Who is, uh, I mean, feel free not to dox them. Maybe it's Miss Andy Reid off a of bye. Who, who's your plus one? Oh, it's just my buddy. My buddy's going to go down nice. with me. He's, he's, uh, we're going to fly down. We're, I'm in Columbus, Ohio, so we're, we'll be flying down. Uh, um, uh, we're fl- flying down Friday morning, and we're going to the Orange Bowl game. Oh, Friday nice. Morning. Yeah, yeah. So I'm an Ohio State fan, and I bought tickets back when we were expecting to see them in in the in the orange bowl um and now i mean here i am going to to see a michigan game which is which is uh a little bit bittersweet wait you were you had already planned to be in miami this weekend are you joking right oh no no so no i no i'm saying you were able to just tack that on or then you were like oh i'm gonna be going i'll i'll buy the tickets well yes well i was looking for things to do just randomly in miami when i'm gonna be down there so uh saw the, the orange bowl is going to be there. I'm like, Holy smokes. Ohio state's got a really legitimate shot in being in this game. The tickets weren't bad. Pick tickets were like 200 bucks. I'm like, let's just get tickets now. Um, and, uh, we could, we could avoid the game if we didn't want to go to the game, but I, I still think it'll yeah. be a good time. It'll be a good game. Um, so, uh, no, we, we bought those tickets after winning this this event. So well, even, sense. even though it's not Ohio, like it's Michigan, you at least yeah. know who you're rooting for. Right, exactly. Right my, my buddy is going. A, a different buddy that's going. He's a he's a Michigan fan. He's. I don't even. I, it's always like a debate around these parts. Like if Michigan's in a in a game like this, are you going to root for them as long as it's not against Ohio State? So, um, I don't know. I, I think I'd rather just see uh, see them have a little little bit of success just to keep things competitive and within the rivalry. So throw um, a bone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's okay every now and. Then. I was just thinking. I've. Uh... I've been watching, rewatching old seasons as Survivor, and one of the ones on Netflix, a guy gets drunk on one of the, you know, reward challenges and starts kind of spilling his strategy to the other people on the reward <laughs> challenge. And I was just thinking, you know, Miami Saturday night, hanging out at the cocktail hour with the other finalists, yeah. get some people drunk. At, you know, are you going with the Dallas stack? What, you know, what? <laughs> I mean, that might be a good strategy for you. No, I, I, there's something to that. I think you could probably yeah. get some get some nuggets out of folks after they've been, been drinking a little bit. I think was, I mean, right guys. now, the other 16 live finalists are like scrubbing the video, just being like, well, <laughs> how, how did his eyes react when he said <laughs> Yeah. Yes. The, the uh, body language doctors are already <laughs> doing a breakdown on this. Well, um, we are, uh, we are very stoked for you. Are there any other uh, final predictions, any final takes you want to call anyone out? Uh, yes, go full wrestling heel right now uh, before we close this down. Well, I think we'll have plenty of time to do that this weekend, but I, I heard uh, Justin say that you're going to be down there, Pete. Is that, are you going to be down there for the, yeah, event? I'm going to be, oh, uh, right. be making uh, the trip down. So excited to come uh, scope it out as a, as a fan. Maybe I'll earn my way into the live final this weekend or uh, sorry, that, that ship has sailed. Um, yeah. But <laughs> uh, yes, I will be coming down to uh, cheer you guys on. Well, you get all the fun without any of the stress and everything. So that'll, that'll be good. Exactly. Well, that's why I turned it down. If I'm going to go, I'm going to hurt it. You know what I mean? I'm not going to take any handouts. <laughs> um, well, we really appreciate you uh, coming up. Do you have any any socials that you want to uh, pump here, get some of that clout? Eh, not really. It's uh, everything. <laughs> Andy Reid off a of buy. That's that's uh, everything that's that I'm, that I'm tied to. But no, I, I don't care. Awesome. Uh, Mike, any other uh, final plugs for, for you and for anyone watching over on the Team Hold channel? 
No, I don't think so. No plugs. No plugs. Everybody, we're, we're on like a slow vacation week this week, so we're not doing 12 shows a day. So just, you, you know, go. relax. Everybody have a good time. Everybody relax. Uh, I am going to be back in about an hour with Eric Beimfor from Spike Week and Roto Grinders. We're going to talk uh, underdog playoff best ball strategy. So if you just have not had enough uh, playoff strategy talk, uh, we'll we'll have you covered. And he's also doing a couple nice giveaways for people who have donated to animal shelters. You can check out his tweet for that if you guys want to get entered before the show at three. So for Andy Reid off a of buy for Mike from Team Hold, make sure you guys are subscribed, following him over there. Thank you to Justin and TOC. Good luck to Very all of luck. the finalists this week. All the Einlon finalists have fun in Miami. We'll see you guys next time.